what about the Swedish study that showed that centenarians actually lived to over 100 had the highest cholesterols? So there was this big hubbub made a few weeks ago or maybe a couple months ago, uh, like in the fall, I think, that people were like super excited. That there's this new study out that showed that people who lived to over 100 in the Swedish database all had super high cholesterols. Well, first of all, that's not even true. But let's take a look at the study. It was called the Swedish Centenarian Study, High Cholesterol Lived to Over 100. So this is a chapter in my cholesterol book, and I'm going to just read it to you. And this is a way you can get a preview of my cholesterol book. <laughs> I don't do this often, so I think you'll enjoy this one. This is just one way that these people kind of fudge the data and or just look at it incorrectly. And here's how you probably should analyze it. So I'm just going to read this to you. In 2023, the internet world of cholesterol deniers got very excited over a study that was published supposedly demonstrating that centenarians had higher cholesterol than non-centenarians. And centenarians are obviously people that live to over 100. This, this study is the ultimate in survivorship bias. They did not collect blood markers until people were between the age of 64 and 99. This already eliminates a very large portion of society that died young due to elevated cholesterol. Those who survived to 65 and beyond had their blood markers tested. In the 1950s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, most people who were having a heart attack were given a hospital bed, some oxygen, morphine, and laid in bed all night. Over 80% would be dead by the morning. It wasn't until bile acid sequestrants and statins in 1987 that we finally saw a reduction in mortality. Couple that with angioplasty, heart catheterizations, and improving stent technology, and that's when you saw the biggest reductions in mortality. The Swedish AMORIS, A-M-O-R-I-S, all caps, cohort study, started out with 44,636 individuals, of which only 1,224 made it past 100. Of those 1,200, 86% of them were women. Let's look at the population makeup. And so they have, I have, I have the chart here that came with the study and it was in the supplemental data. Unfortunately, most of these people who looked at this study never even pulled up the tables or the supplemental data, never analyzed it and just read the clickbaity title and that was it. If you look at the population makeup, the people who did not live to 100 had much higher rates of heart attacks, like by a lot five times higher, a four times higher rate of congestive heart failure. Uh, let me just read this to you from the book again. I'm going to go back to the book. On the far right are non-centenarians. On the left are centenarians. A cursory look will tell you everything you need to know. Those who died before their 100th birthday had five times more heart attacks, four times more congestive heart failure, four times more peripheral artery disease, eight times more COPD, six times more diabetes, and the list goes on. This is population bias. The population that did not make it to 100 had more chronic disease and illness. This is also a case of reverse causality. The ones who made it to 100 years of age had far less incidence of these horrific diseases. And then there's figure one in the book, or from the study here, showing the total cholesterol in the different quantiles, or like quartiles they're called, where there was centenarians versus non-centenarians and who made it to 100 and who didn't make it to 100, what were their total cholesterols, right? That's kind of what that looks like. Look at the top left corner. 
That's total cholesterol. The difference between the centenarians and non-centenarians was minimal. Compare that to uric acid, creatine, or creatinine, or GGT, there are obvious differences. If you look at the supplemental data, which was provided, you'll notice that the difference in total cholesterol between the two groups was only 0.1 millimoles per liter, which is 3.86 milligrams per deciliter in American. That means one person could have a total cholesterol of 197 and the other 200. That's an insignificant difference, especially given the inaccuracy of labs and the margin of error. If you run the same blood sample twice through the same machine, you could easily end up with a difference of 3 milligrams per deciliter. And no, and no one would bat an eye. So let's continue back with just reading from the book. Next, you see the supplemental data table number two. If you look at the centenarians, there uh, was 6.3 versus non-centenarians, which was 6.2. So the difference in cholesterol was 0.1. And there's a lot of missing data. About 12,598 or 28% of the total cohort was actually missing data. The authors themselves, in the conclusion, admitted that the that chance probably plays a role and genetics probably plays a role as well. Further, the sample size is quite small at only 1,200. It's a stretch to conclude from this data that a 0.1 millimole per liter increase in total cholesterol explains the entire story of why some people live to 100. So while the headlines sounded interesting, the study falls flat. We have mountains of evidence demonstrating that elevated cholesterol shortens your lifespan, but the anti-cholesterol crowd will probably try to run with it. Read the full study, and then there's a link to the study. So again, this is people doing the whole look at that one study thing. You don't want to ever just look at that one study. And the this is a study not only of survivorship bias. They only looked at people who survived past a certain age. It's a population bias. You're looking at only generally the most healthy. And... Um, there's a little bit of reverse causality going on. The people who made it to 100 may have had XYZ, but that doesn't mean XYZ meant that that's what caused them to live to 100. It may be the opposite or the other way around. That's what reverse causality means. So again, this really isn't the best data or study to use for this because I, you know, I've, I've been discussing this a lot and, and in another chapter of the book, we talk about what actually really leads people to live to over 100, and it's not the nonsense from this study. And if you look at other studies that have been done on centenarians, people who live to over 100, you will find that they are generally the people with genetic mutations that cause extremely low LDL cholesterol. And we go through all those genetic mutations in the book as well. So if you want to know when the book comes out, it's dralo.net, D-R-A-L-O.net slash cholesterol. You'll be notified the second this book is available. Highly recommend it. And I think we will, uh, and I think you'll really like it. Obviously, if you're into this kind of stuff and you're listening to this, you're going to really like it. Anyways, that's all I got for you today. Uh, Give me some cool, awesome reviews, and I will catch you in the next episode. Peace.